Hold on. I have to sneeze. Just kidding. It went away. <clears throat> Hi, everyone. Welcome to My Castle, where we um, discuss fun things that we learn and um, stuff that we find interesting and share with you guys. So it's a good time. And today we're going to talk about traveling and experiences and sleep-deprived Austin. <laughs> yeah. So you need to give some backstory. Yes. Um, because you're sitting over there looking... Looking pretty not fresh. I'm not fresh. <laughs> so can you explain the situation? So first of all, I just got back from Belize, which was fantastic to say the least. But here's the dealio. Belize is not easy to fly into and out of. Almost all of the tickets were like 25 hour long flights. And I was not about to do that. The only other alternative that wasn't like 800 bucks was to fly out at like 6 a.m. and land at like 2 a.m. So I got up at three to leave, flew out, it was great, slept and all that fun stuff. And then on my way home, my flight got delayed. So instead of like one, it was like two. And then it was an hour back home. And so I got back home this morning at three, was very sunburnt. And so I took a cold shower, which really helped. And then, uh, yeah, I went to bed at like 3.30 and then got up at 6.30 to go to work because I'm a responsible adult <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm pretty much toasted at this point. I I, yeah, uh, I was actually kind of surprised with how, how well I was surviving. Um, like it was kind of that thing where I wasn't really that tired, but I just could tell that I wasn't all there. It's kind of not a good feeling. <laughs> so I took a nap. Um, and here we are. <laughs> yeah, you really, you really don't quite sound yeah hundred percent. I just woke I'm up. Just, <laughs> I like just... literally just woke up. So I'm banging on about two and a half cylinders right now. Two, ooh, two and a half. That's not bad. It yeah, could, it could be worse. So here's what I don't understand. This is getting a bit nitpicky here. Twenty five hours to get to Belize. That Belize yeah, um... is like from here to to not very far away. Twenty five hours. You could fly to like anywhere in the world well like and, li yeah. no, literally for and 25 was, like, hours changing airlines and stuff halfway through and different separate tickets and why why it was dumb sorry Did you turn my uh, mic down no i turned my mic down turn mine up a little bit hold up technical difficulties well yeah. uh, was it worth it oh uh, yeah dude it was amazing i was there for one week wednesday to wednesday it was uh well okay so i haven't been out of the country in a long time it's been like two years since i've been out and it was a great experience. I went with uh, 10 other people, which are like my best homies, went to Bible school with them. And uh, we've been hanging out and having a fun time uh, after Bible school, having reunions and parties and hanging out. And stuff. the problem is that they all kind of live in the same area. And I am like nine hours away from that area. So um, having a excuse to go hang out with them for an entire week on this amazing adventure was pretty much a no brainer. Okay. So this almost brings us around to like why we're even doing this podcast to begin with. But um, if you happen to follow Austin and I on YouTube, you will see we travel a lot. Yes. Um, we well, yeah, yeah. I try. I mean, yeah. So, so last <laughs> trip you took was, you said two years ago? Where was that two? You're getting a phone call. Yeah, on. I declined it. Okay. Dramatically. Uh, two years ago, uh, that was to Mexico. Right before pandemic. Yes. Right nice. Because I kind of wrecked everything from there. But like, okay, so so 
here's here's something that surprises me. But like, okay, so we live in Southern Tennessee. People yeah. around here don't travel at, at all, <laughs> yeah. like at all. So when I tell people like what my job is, because it involves a lot of travel, um, they're just like, what, what? what what yeah, they don't they don't understand it and for me i'm so used to it it's like i can't imagine a life any other way mm-hmm. i don't know why that is i can't figure that part out about myself why is it for you like why do you travel like what got you started because well, there are so many people that are just like nah there's no reason to it costs a lot of money and it takes a lot of time like so i'm fine like before we do that let me complain just a little bit did you know the belize city belize does not do like like uh digital electronic tickets I waited like 30 minutes Whoa. in the, the the security line and I get up to the front and he's like, uh, we don't accept these because we have to type them all manually into our computer. We don't have scanners here, man. So go back down there, check in, recheck in because I checked in mobily, print out your, your like little paper slips and then wait in line another like 30 minutes and then come up here. I was not. Happy. You are lucky you didn't miss your flight. Well, I was there with a group of my my friends because they were leaving at 1230 and I was leaving at three. So I had plenty of time, Ooh. but they were all through like right about to board. And I was like, man, I'm not even going to get to say goodbye to my friends because we had different layovers and stuff. They all flew out of Pennsylvania and I flew out of Tennessee. So they were going to. But did they have printed boarding passes? They did. Yeah. So, so first rule traveling internationally, <laughs> you always print your boarding pass. It's so dumb. No, it's a hundred percent a thing. Ugh. Like you would. Always print your boarding pass because your phone could die. You could lose your phone. Their systems could be down. They could be having a bad day and say, I want to see this in, on real pen and paper. Um, crazy. I know it's crazy, crazy, but I always print them because I've had too many problems like that. So, oops. Well, now, now you know. Ah, that's hilarious. I've never had so anything annoying. quite like that, though, to be honest. Like the last time I had my printing boarding passes, it actually got me in trouble because of COVID restrictions. I handed them my boarding pass and they're like, well, we need to see your boarding pass. Cool. I'm getting on the plane. This is the last trip out of the country I did. It's actually this last January. And I had my whole stack of boarding passes there. I mean, you always keep them together. And so I just hand that to them and they're like going to scan it. And they're like, wait a second. You have like, you have like two layovers inside the Schengen. Like, okay, cool. And they're like, you can't do that. That's illegal. It's like, what is it? Well, apparently the Schengen region is the, the um, border-free zone of the European Union. Because mm. of COVID, you can't have a double layover in there. Because <laughs> they, can't, they can't track where you've been because of tracking virus spread and stuff. And I was like, you guys sold me the plane ticket. You sold me an illegal plane ticket? And they're like, <laughs> yep, we are very, very sorry about that. But that is not allowed. Like you actually legitimately, we cannot let you on this airplane. And I'm like, what, what do I do? So printed boarding passes got me in trouble. If it had been digital, they couldn't have seen the whole stack and seen that it had a double shang uh, They never would have caught me. Then you could have been illegal and been just fine. And nobody would have cared. That's the, that's the <laughs> thing. They were so, they were like, oh, this is stupid. They're like, we're so sorry. Like there is, we can't let you on the plane, but I really wish he actually told me this. He's like, I wish I wouldn't have seen your tickets because <laughs> then I could have just let you on this plane and nobody would have known. So huh. I see. Yeah. yeah, so anyway, that's me complaining about Belize City, Belize. That's me complaining about the double Schengen. <sighs> Seriously, Schengen, change that. Yeah. Um, what was your question? Why do I travel? Yeah, so back to back to ground zero here. Yeah, ground yeah, zero. So, so, but like why? Like it's, <clears throat> I've never actually took the time to think about like why I, for me, it's just so part of life. But you got yeah. started. How did you get started? So I, I, well, when I think of travel, I don't think as much about international travel probably as you would um, like 
I, I travel a lot, like almost every weekend, but it's usually within the States. It's usually driving. Hmm. Um, so there's that aspect of it that is like very frequent. Like if I'm here, if I'm home for like a month straight, I'm like <laughs> going crazy. What Like what's next? Hmm. I got to do something. I think what got me started would have originally been John, our brother, our oldest brother took me to Rome, Italy. Um, we stopped at, we stopped in at London on the way there, had a eight or six or eight hour layover. So we've traipsed around there for a while. Ooh, sweet. Um, spent like a week in the, in, in the Vatican and in Rome and exploring all of that. Fun fact, that was when I decided to make my YouTube channel because I wanted to document that trip. Now, okay. Just, just for posterity's sake, why, uh, you had a YouTube channel before that, right? Uh, you did. Cause you were doing like fishing videos and just uh-uh. kind of this no, and that. No, that was after. That was after. So, because I remember watching it, because like, so you and John went, and the rest of the fam is back here. And we're like, I wonder what they're doing. Because, John, if you're listening to this, you were really bad at reporting back to us. So, like, he would travel. John travels a ton, or used to travel a ton. And he would, like, go to Thailand for, like, months, and we wouldn't hear zero. Like, we're (laughs) like, well, I guess he's okay, because he would never email or call or message or nothing. But when you went with him, we at least knew what was happening because there were videos happening. Mm-hmm. You, would, you were like sending us snippets. And that actually helped me see how important it is to document your travels. Oh, yeah. Which we did a whole podcast on that, so we won't get into it. But mm-hmm. it was really interesting because I was like, hey, I wonder what Rome is like. I'd like to go someday. Oh, I could just watch your little videos that you're putting up on YouTube. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, and <clears throat> so that was what got me started originally, I would say. And the level of of uh like worldview openage that happened i started seeing the world in a totally different light and not like a total it's not like i saw something new it was just what i what i thought i knew got expanded and so Mm. uh, my capacity to understand was stretched i saw that and i i really enjoyed that aspect of it and i really liked culture i guess the culture and like the people were my favorite because Every culture has its own little quirks and its own differences. Like in Rome, there's just certain kinds of like there's certain colors and things that you don't really wear. Like if you do, it's not really a big deal. But like depending on the certain time of the day, there's different like kind of social dress codes, at least kind of when I was there. You know, people would like kind of look at you weird if you're wearing the wrong colors. What color? I don't remember exactly all of them, but red was one of them, if I remember correctly. Um, And then as the nightlife would come out, the colors like would gradually change darker. So if you walked out at night, almost everybody that, I, okay, again, this is personal perception and I could be wrong here, but huh. people that I would see would, would be like almost always in black. Um, but yeah, like really bright and obnoxious colors, like really flashy colors. Like I, people would look at you weird. Um, like I wore a really bright red like sweater one time and like I changed like halfway through the day because it was like people were <laughs> uh, like not like it was the kind of that thing where they would look in and be like like almost bothered by it okay i'll take it off <laughs> that's crazy okay that's kind of cool like, so i, I don't yeah. know if that's everywhere or if that was just me or maybe my maybe it was just my hairstyle looked terrible that day i don't know but i was that it just felt like that's part of what it was because it was like it stood out so much or something yeah um but yeah anyway so uh that was one thing there so like then with uh, Mexico, the culture there is is very laid back and just really, really chill. You know, there's siestas and just everything closes down and they there's always music playing in the streets and like people are running up and down with the, they're like, I don't even, accordions and stuff playing their music and trucks driving around <laughs> announcing over the loudspeakers, like, you know, 
buy my water and and you know there was they would sell all kinds of stuff you know that is so drinks cool. and stuff like they would have it on recording mm-hmm. with these big, these big trucks rolling around and <laughs> um, and then Belize was very it was kind of like Mexico in some ways but it was much more much more chill like people like people would joke around with you way quicker it was actually really fun like the the waiter would come like you know hand you a glass of water or something and just like make a joke out of it and like everybody would be loose and just laughing and like it was just really great time or you'd be like you'd bump into someone on the street or something and they'd they'd like it was just it was entertaining like it was they would turn everything into like something entertaining um their their default was not like annoyed like most of us americans would be so like that part of it too is cool just expanding Mm -hmm. my perception of the world I would say that's the the largest reason I travel internationally. When I travel within the states, the largest reason is because I want to visit my friends and experience, you know, new things with my friends, make new memories, build new relationships, play volleyball. So I guess the question the question is or not the question, the idea is the investment in in building your world, so to speak, or building the relationships that come from travel mm-hmm. make the financial cost worth it. So basically you're doing a financial you're exchanging money for an experience and relationships and memories. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Definitely. And the best part about this uh, Belizean trip was doing all of that with my friends because relationships are really important to me. That's why I travel you know, thousands of miles just to hang out with my friends. The fact that I could combine those two was really cool. Um, just the, the amount of shared experiences we had and really awesome memories and funny moments and all of that stuff was just was just amazing and a lot of that i documented through photo or video and then i'm going to make like a highlights reel of the of the trip like a memories reel not necessarily to post um just more for our group oh you didn't make any videos while you're down there Mm-mm. for your youtube channel oh no. man i could have made some pretty sweet ones you should have awesome stuff dude what what like what do you oh man that would have been really neat to watch well, everybody listening to the podcast give him bad feedback and be like, Hey, you need to make videos. <laughs> so my channel is not really a vlogging channel anymore. <laughs> no, no, not, not necessarily a vlogging channel, but like it's a good opportunity to show stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what I did with, on my last trip to Kosovo. Yeah. It was more like, it wasn't vlogs. It was like, here it is a made thing our group to learn. Very uncomfortable. Oh, like that. Okay. I go. Yep. Yeah. Well, I just, <laughs> I just used my phone. I didn't even use my camera at all. Yeah. When I was there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did that too. Some okay. I yeah. got some stuff, but it wasn't like I was vlogging or telling a story. But I did get some sweet videos. As long as I think the key here, and this is an episode again on this podcast, is documenting that stuff. Because man, the memory fade curve is steep. It is. It's incredible how much that trip in the moment you're like, dude, this is so legit. And then yeah. it's five years from now, you'd be like, when when did we go on that trip? Wait, where did we go again? Oh yeah, that's right. We went to Belize. You know, seriously, yeah. you're gonna. You might actually forget that one day. Yeah. Which is really sad. So if you have good records, I, I am notorious about like, I keep, here's something I do. I keep all my plane tickets. Mm-hmm. You know, I keep every like travel documentation that goes with me. I just toss it in a folder in my filing cabinet. Why not? I got plenty of space. And then sometimes it's kind of fun to flip through and it's like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. here's this little thing that someone gave me or here's this info pamphlet from Austria or something. I don't know. It's just kind of fun. It's, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah. that's a really good idea. I don't, I don't travel that much quite yet. I don't think, but when I start going a little bit more often, I'm going to do something like that. This trip was especially bad for that because the group kind of plan, well, not the group. There was like a planning committee 
and they planned like most of it. And then I just like felt like I just jumped along for the ride. And so I had nice. no idea what was happening when I landed. I was like, <laughs> that is great. I was like, am I going to even have service here? Oh, wait, Verizon doesn't work. Well, I guess I don't have service. All right, where's some Wi-Fi? All right, where where are the people at? Did they land already? Like, <laughs> oh, my goodness, bro. You should tell. Okay, so not sponsored, but there's this thing called the uh, Solus Skyroom Wi-Fi device. It works anywhere mm. in the world. Unlimited global internet Whoa. for like 100 bucks. That's cool. Yeah, I take everywhere I go, that thing goes with me. And the battery life's insane. It'll go all day. So hmm. we were like, meh, we don't even have to worry about our phones working. You just toss that thing in your camera bag. Boom. Nice. Boom. I did pack for an entire week in a tiny little duffel bag. Though. Nice. Felt pretty proud about that. Oh, by the way, pro tip for those listening. If you ever travel internationally, don't check baggage. It's yeah. a terrible idea. Just put it all in a backpack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we went snorkeling and stuff, swam with sea turtles and stingrays and sharks and stuff. Tell me you got a GoPro of mm-hmm. like the shark. Oh man. It would have been incredible. We swam by a really cool reef. It was fun. That's that's awesome. This is a this is interesting. I've never been to South America or Central America. Hmm. Outside outside of Mexico, I guess. But <sighs> I really we went to too. some ruins there too. Ooh, like Mayan. Mayan. Yeah. Yes. Get to see all that fun stuff. I I would love I would love to. So like most of your trips, so back back to the whole travel thing yeah. and why you do it. Most of your trips have not been out of country no very few actually only like four or five where, where all canada if you want to count that um mexico rome um london uk that area place belize and did i say mexico mm-hmm. okay so five 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 countries yeah, yeah. five countries plus mm-hmm. america so you've been to six six that means yeah. you need two hands to count them yes nice sweet yes so yeah i've been i mean the fact that i flew out of country first when i was 17 i feel like is pretty cool like yeah. most people don't have that opportunity yeah that was pretty sweet well that's kind of what i was curious about like because you got started early i didn't get started early and that, that was kind of why i was curious like because there's something in there that's like i'm going to do this and i place mm-hmm. value on this a lot of people don't really mm. and that's totally fine like some people are totally cool with not traveling like i got some great friends that are I mean, man, they just about can't stand it. They just want to get home, you know? Um, and that's great. Like that, you know, I don't mind that at all. But the, but the part that does bother me is there's people out there that I think would love traveling. It's just never entered their brain that they could do it. Oh yeah. And I think what worked for you was like having an older brother that says, Hey, this is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And I will take you on a trip. Yeah. That, that really does something for some, someone, honestly, mm-hmm. like, especially at that age, yeah, which, definitely. cause it's interesting. The first time I went out of country outside of touching my toe on the other side of Canada, when I was like 10 was also our older brother, John coming mm-hmm. along on a trip right. that I took to the Middle East and I was hoping to go, but I was feeling very overwhelmed and like, I'd never done this before. And he's like, Hey, that's no big deal. I'll just come along. I mean, how hard are you going to be? You know, piece of cake. And, and, and having someone who had traveled the world uh, extensively, he has, he has traveled quite a bit, um, doing missions and stuff. Um, that was pretty awesome. And mm-hmm. I learned so, so much and it built the confidence in me because then next time around I was traveling solo cause I, I got lost, like I lost my team halfway. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they, we met, there's mess ups on the, on the flights. So I ended up traveling to the other side of the world all by myself, trying to find a taxi to go like three hours through the middle of the desert to a remote village. In That's the mountains. fun. And they didn't speak any English. Did you hear about Sean and Kyle when they went down to Mexico? Oh, snap. (laughs) No, I didn't. (laughs) They had almost the exact same thing. Well, okay, not quite, but they flew down and then I forget all the details, but on the way back, I 
think he had a positive COVID test. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. he couldn't fly out of Mexico. But if he flew within the States, something with that, they would let him fly. Well, because you don't need a test to fly inside America. Right. Yeah. So he had, they had to bus. So, okay, they took a taxi. Which, just to stop you right there. We are not endorsing unethical travel policies. He, it was a false positive. Like he legitimately yeah. did not have COVID, but they like, you know, there, there's like a what, 10% or whatever are false positives. Yeah. And in this case, it's like, bro, like it's a false positive. Like I don't have COVID. Like I'm perfectly fine. Right. So in this case, you know, not trying to hijack yeah. the system. Right, 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 right. Definitely yeah. not. So they had to like, I forget what all they had to do. They had to take a taxi like a couple hours. Then they had a bus for like a couple hours, like all through the night. And then they had to like get a... I want to say they like had to try to get a hotel somewhere, but they couldn't. And so they had to like stay with a family or something. I, I can't remember all of those details, <laughs> well, but it was a, sketchy, whatever awesome. happened. But I was just like listening to this whole thing. I was like, dude, that is amazing. Like I, even I wouldn't have known how to do most of that. Like that. I mean, did they know Spanish at all? No. Or? <laughs> oh man, that makes it even more interesting. Yeah. Whoa. So they had a good time. So then they crossed by land. Right. At and the then yeah. bought new tickets and flew back. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's pretty crazy. But that but see, even something like that, that probably built so much confidence and resiliency oh, within yeah. them as as human beings that will pay them massive dividends. Mm-hmm. Even hey, even financial dividends. Like people say, Oh, I can't travel because it costs money. I'm like, man, like uh it's gonna teach you skills that'll yeah. make you valuable in the job market. Like right. really, really valuable. Him being able to handle that and make a call and and push through makes him more valuable now in the job market. So hey, you could make the argument he made money doing that because now he has a skill and a mindset mm-hmm. that was built in him by having to push through a situation that was very uncomfortable. And now he's more prepared for life, you right. know, which is which is awesome. And that's one mm-hmm. of the foundational reasons why travel is good because it stretches you. Oh, it stretches you like crazy. Yeah. One of the things yeah. I want to do yet this year, I'm not sure if it's going to happen because getting a rental car might be difficult, but I'd love to travel internationally by myself. I've always ever gone with someone. Yeah. It depends on where you go because you if you go Europe, you don't need a car. Mm-hmm. You straight like, it would be a, it would be a hassle and would actually get in the way. So, well, I'm thinking somewhere not terribly busy. Like I'm thinking like a, like a, like a four or five day, uh, like de-stress trip. Oh, I got the solution for you. What's that? <clears throat> so fly to Austria cause we mm-hmm. got friends over there and we can hook you up for like the most legit remote Alps stay that you can imagine. Yeah. Yes. And, and when I great. say like the Alps are, I think the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Don't, I'm not even going to attempt to describe mm-hmm. like it's there. There's like, how does this, how, how, how does the world look like this? This is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. So for uh, points of reference, took a sabbatical last year with my wife because we had a lot of credit card points and we're like, ha, we can fly somewhere really far for free. So let's find a place to go. And we're like, dude, we've always wanted to go to the Alps. Let's go to the Alps for two weeks. So we did. And made friends over there. And yeah, you can like pick a little Airbnb in the mountains someplace and away you go. I'd be down. I just, I feel like that'd be really fun. It's I've, super good for you. I've only ever experienced like international travel with other people. And I do want to do it where mm. I'm completely in control and can make my own decisions. Cause I feel like that would actually make me stretch more because I'm not relying on other people. Like this last trip, I, I did like zero planning, mm-hmm. nothing. Like I just kind of showed up and was there. Which was great. Yeah. I still learned a lot. And it was it was really really fun because of that. But I wasn't terribly invested in the trip. So like even remembering it is kind of difficult. 
Well, um, but but see, the point of this last trip you did was more the friendships, not yeah, not seeing right. Belize. Exactly. Like if you wanted to go experience Belize, it probably would have made more sense to plan more of it yourself and be more involved. But in this case, no, you're there to to build relationships. You know, it's a, it's a fundamentally right. different thing. It which, is, yeah. The whole traveling by yourself internationally thing. I don't know. Like I haven't enjoyed that at, that much. Um, it's just kind of like, yeah, cool, whatever. For me, it's it's more it's it's about the people you do it with. For mm-hmm. me, uh, so try yeah. it and see. You may you may love it. You may be like, yeah, it's kind of whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll be good for you. Either way, it's gonna be super good for you. The, okay, so here's another thing. <laughs> I I'm gonna ask two things of you, the audience. And the first one is, where should Austin travel by himself, and what should he do? We can we will take all options, um, including like camping on the top of an active volcano in Guatemala, or s- me up. skiing down the Swiss Alps. Or uh, climbing Eiffel Tower with his bare hands. Okay, you're actually not allowed to do that. Very illegal. Paragliding in South Africa. Or, ooh, you could go um, shark watching somewhere cool. Okay, yeah. South Africa, let's go. Yes. Or you could go to, I don't know, Australia and hang out with kangaroos or something. Anyways, Mm -hmm. let us know in the comments what you think think he should do. Uh, And the other question is, these podcasts, we typically try to keep around 20, 25 minutes. This one's more like in the more than that range. What length do you like our podcast to be? Because it might be helpful to know. Did you know that there's something called the huge blue hole in Belize? Dude, I've heard of this thing and it looks like a portal into another dimension, yeah. right? Yes. Do you know what's even cooler about the huge blue hole? What's at the bottom of it? Uh, probably skeletons. I don't know. No, no, I thought that was what was cooler than the, never mind. (laughs) No. So there is a guided tour that allows you to skydive into the blue hole. You land in the water next to the dive boat and snorkel slash you can snorkel or you can scuba dive straight in. How is that safe? Don't know. But isn't that awesome? Yeah. Okay. That sounds really sketchy, but it it sounds cool. You have to be certified in order to do it. Like you can't go with an instructor. Oh, really? Yeah. You have to solo. Dude. So we couldn't go. Well, I got that. (laughs) (laughs) I I can handle this. (laughs) I wanted wanted to do that, but it didn't quite work out. Wow. That's super cool though. I want to, okay. So solo traveling, I want to go somewhere cool that's like remote. Oh, and that oh, I, got, I got you. So just kind of something to okay. something small, cheapish, just to kind of get out. Not too long, maybe like five days, four days. Easter Island. That would work. Galapagos Island. Yeah, that'd mm. be cool. Or I'm thinking remote. like a think week, you know, take books and my laptop, do some work. Well, then you need to chill. go to the world's largest rainforest. Do you know where the world's largest Ooh, rainforest is? Yes, that's in California. Nope. <laughs> so close. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> California <laughs> is semi-arid. Desert wasteland. What? Okay. Next guess: the Sahara. I don't know. Come on. Okay. World's largest jungle is starts in Oregon, runs up through Washington, all the way up through British Columbia, and touches the southern tip of Alaska, all yeah, along so that I was coast. Basically, right. <laughs> no, you were like a thousand miles off. But anyways, world's largest rainforest, and it's stunningly beautiful and very, very remote. You can fly into Vancouver and just get a cabin up in the mountains somewhere over the coast, like watching the beautiful coastline, and it's it's incredible. Yeah, it's it's that'd be sweet. It, you need to go. Yeah, that'd be easy. That's that's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, uh, that's not challenging. You need something like a challenge. We could get, hmm. As you can tell people, I enjoy travel. I've traveled quite a lot. <laughs> and uh, don't worry. We will come up with something legit for Austin to do. And it's going to be awesome. The big thing is make sure you play the uh, travel rewards game. 
um, people wonder how I can travel so much. And it's mm -hmm. for one part of my work, um, part of the job. The other part is uh, travel rewards. I, it's often free or heavily discounted for me to do these trips, which is really nice. It makes mm -hmm. it more sustainable to actually do the thing I'm trying to do, which is humanitarian aid and training people and all kinds of fun stuff. So just to wrap it up here, I'm going to make a video or maybe write a newsletter on this at some point. But these are the main points that I'd come up with as I was like thinking about this travel and, and mm -hmm. why do we travel and there's three things that really stick out to me. The first one, you've already talked about this, but really helping me have a more complete or balanced view of the world. Um, the more I travel, the more humble I am with how little I know. Yeah. Uh, so like, for example, I was in the Balkans region in Kosovo um, this January. Did you know Kosovo is a country? Yes. I, you're wrong. It's not a country. Ah, shoot. Okay, so actually it is. See, it depends on who you ask. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. I assumed it's, it was because you went there. So Yeah, see, it's a debated, like, influx region. I was like, oh. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know it was considered a country by some places. Hmm. And I go there and I'm really sorry if you're from Kosovo, I do not mean to offend you, but it's just like, I just didn't, I genuinely did not know. And I go there and we meet these people and we learn all this cool stuff. I'm like, wow, I learned a whole new thing about the planet and what these people have been through that I had just, just total ignorance about. That, that's good for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'd, I would love to go back. It's a great place. Mm -hmm. um, and that segues into the next point number two is meeting new people, learning new things, and then just getting some space away from normal life. Yeah. Every once in a while, I, I found for me, it's like once a year or so, don't do a trip for work. Just do a trip to kind of get get mm -hmm. away for a couple yes. <laughs> days. Um, it's really good. It's like a big reset button on your life. Yep. Um, and I really recommend it. It could be even as simple, like we're close to Smoky Mountains. Just taking a one-hour road trip over to the mountains, you know, it might be enough. I, mm -hmm. For me, I like to go out of country, but like something, it doesn't need to be major. Just yeah. kind of that bit of a reset for a couple of days. Yeah. But here's the last part, and I think this is the most part, most important. Uh, the third uh, of, of these points. It makes life rich and it makes home more sweet. Mm. Peter McKinnon has this quote in one of his travel videos. He says, perhaps one of the reasons travel is so good for us is the coming home. Mm -hmm. And I, I really think he's right because travel would not be sweet if you didn't have a coming home. Mm -hmm. Because if you didn't have a coming home, what would you be? A refugee. A nomad. Yeah, a nomad, a refugee. And, you know, maybe some people like that, but your whole life, no, there is something <laughs> beautiful about home and a place mm -hmm. to that where you belong. And it makes us understand that and, and appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so it makes my life richer, but it also makes me appreciate what I have right here, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's beautiful. And that in weirdly almost makes me want to travel more because <laughs> yeah. then I appreciate what I have more yeah. in a weird, in a weird way. I don't even know if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Well, yeah. the first point, especially, well, we've talked about some of like, you know, there are just certain fundamental fabrics of reality that you can't escape. And it's really good to like learn more about them, you know? Mm -hmm. And challenge those, or not challenge those, but like understand them. Because you can end up living in your own bubble and, you know, you can be that, you know, I could have sat there with that dude up front with the with the digital ticket and be like, no, like you need to accept this. You know, this is, this is the way mm -hmm. it is. It's like, no, sorry, buddy, you're wrong. Like go out and print another ticket. Like, you mm -hmm. know, because it, it, you know, there's there's things like that where you can, you're think, you think you're dead right. And it's just like, nope, <laughs> get used nope. to it, buddy. Well, and that's the thing, that ticket agent, I mean, he's just a dude doing his job. Yeah, he doesn't you know? care. I mean, no, he he's just doing his job. He's like, sorry, man, like, this is what I have to have. Like, I yeah. I mean, no offense, but. And the, the second point, reset, that was a huge point for this trip because this was the first trip in a long time that did that effectively for me. I got back and aside from being very sunburnt, by the way, was 
I got back and like, okay, so this day, today was rough because yeah, like three hours of sleep, had to work. It was just a bad dick. It was my first mini barn that I couldn't actually get out and actually haul. I failed on a mini barn that really frustrated me. Oh man. Anyway, it doesn't matter. That was annoying, but like everything's stacking up, you know, like Vincent just put like nine new to do tasks on our team that I have to tackle. Haven't even looked at them. Myron just let me know like, Hey, by the way, you're in charge of campfire duty and getting the wood and everything for the camping trip tomorrow. Um, and like, I got to do that. I haven't even unpacked from my trip cause I got home, slept, woke up, went to work, just got back. Like, and so I need to do that. Then I need to pack for this next trip coming up. Then I need to work on the video that I did, you know, a week ago. Cause I'm two videos behind now. And like, it's all just stacking up. And before that would have just been like, Oh my goodness, this sucks. But now I'm like fired up about it. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. so energized. I'm like, yes, like mm-hmm. feels so good to hold all of these things again. And know that I'm fully capable of absolutely destroying them. Mm-hmm. Like that just gets me so excited. And so that reset mm-hmm. was very, very important for me. Because you're approaching those challenges not wore out. Exactly. Like yeah. that's the thing. If you were kind of tired and wore out, those challenges would be like, uh-uh, I, can't, I can't take more on. But when you're when you're charged up properly, it's right. like, yeah, cool. No big deal. Like campfire wood for the thing. Yeah, that's that's easy. You know, like, oh, mm-hmm. video edit. Yeah, no problem. I got that. I, I know mm-hmm. how to do that. But when you're like wore down, those little things really get to you after yeah. a while and you're just like man i need a week with no email you know yeah. <laughs> and or something and it's incredibly good for your health like mm-hmm. physically and mentally it, yeah it's just I, I i don't i don't know if i don't know if they're i don't know if the audience is getting the vibe but like <laughs> you, you really do need to travel for those reasons yeah. um not in selfish you know, not, we're not talking like those elaborate vacations where you blow all your money kind of thing. In fact, when I'm traveling, I often spend less money than I would if I were home. It's not about that at all. It's about these other things that are, that are more important and, and the relationships. And, and this is kind of like the mm-hmm. last part of the notes that I, I put down here is don't wait for the perfect travel opportunity. Simply grab a friend and get on a plane, expand your world, learn something new, or when you return, home will be that much sweeter. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just try it, you know, just go for it. And, and again, and travel's not for everybody. Some people just really don't like it <laughs> and that's fine. That's awesome. Like, you, but, but at least try it, you know, yeah. if you're not sure, yeah. um, it's, it's well worth it. And it's not that expensive if you do it right. It, yeah, it really if isn't. you do your homework. You yeah. Know? So anyway, I think that we'll wrap this episode up. Let us know in the comments what you think send us a email write a review we greatly appreciate it let me know where i should travel next to because uh this trip was really really awesome and i'm itching to do another one now let us know where your travel adventures have taken you because you probably travel more than we do maybe that would be cool or if you don't travel as much as we do where are you going to travel next let us know that'd be great as usual you can find us on all the social media platforms slash interwebs uh for all of our travel videos if you want to be cringed out of your mind you can go watch my uh rome vlogs where i'm like oh my wait hold up what year was that just 2017 oh wow you was like 17 (laughs) a very young person okay yes but see that's cool because you got that piece of history to look back on you're so glad you did i can remember those those trip that trip so much better anyway it doesn't yeah that's beside the point but yeah feel free to go cringe out on that it'll be a good time (laughs) anyway um until next time we will catch you later bye